This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And welcome to your somber Thursday edition of your favorite podcast. We're so excited to make some jokes for you. Yeah. Um, actually, we we were thinking about the best way to introduce this earlier, and uh, the most succinct way of doing it is just your calls make us very happy. Um, and so it stands to reason that they will also make our listeners happy because you guys are great. Uh, so we wanted to play a lot of comments, answer a couple questions, and then, um, you know, that's it. Yeah, and I was hanging out in the Facebook group earlier today and a few people said, you know, this podcast and this group are great because, you know, they take your mind off stuff and I hope that that's the case for you. And if it's not, then don't listen. We respect you. Just turn it off. You don't need to hear about garbage celebrities uh, if it doesn't help you. So we should just get started. You will drive So let's go with the first call. Hi, Hooikui. Uh, my name is Kwanisawa. You may call me Kay. Anyways, I just want to say something quick about Meghan Markle because I love Suits. It is a great show. Um, but even when I saw her name in the news, I'm like, I vaguely know that name. Uh, anyways, after listening to your episode, I'm reading something on Jezebel that Bobby just wrote. I would like to remind you that I think Meghan Markle is half black, or maybe full black. No, probably definitely half black. Um, If she isn't, I couldn't find anything like this on her Wikipedia, you know, our favorite encyclopedia. If she isn't, that's really weird, because she plays a biracial girl on Suits, and it's, like, a really important part of that character. I wouldn't say important, but it's, like, a big deal. Like, her dad is black, and he's always in it. Oh, no. Okay. Bye. Well, anyways, if, like, a biracial girl is dating Prince Harry, I'll take that for black girls dating Prince Harry. I feel like that's a win for me, personally. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Bye. Love the show. Good form, Bella Thorne. One thing, a lot of these calls came before the election. So, Most like, of them, people's... Yeah. Yeah, so just, like, don't hold that against anyone or whatever. I mean, not that you would, yeah. but, you know, you know what I mean. Um, we The reason why I put this here is because the Meghan Markle stuff uh, has been super interesting recently. Have you seen, like, what has been happening? Yeah, the Harry news is pretty insane, and I I really loved the a lot of commentary that I got from um, from people to me, and then I just saw, like, on Twitter was that it was – a strangely like very romantic gesture of Harry to do this. Um, right. So he, if you didn't see it, he wrote a letter. He wrote well, a Well, his piece, um, Kensington Palace did. Sure. Which is funny because then you see like the, the stationery is really, I've just never seen anything like this <laughs> from them ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when have you, so he wrote a statement that was like, basically people need to stop harassing my girlfriend. And she, she does identify as biracial. She's biracial. So a lot of it has been coming in. You're right. As like, her dad's white, her mom's black. But yeah, so she, a lot of specifically British tabloids, um, although I wouldn't put it past a lot of American tabloids as well, though I can't cite them right now. Daily Mail specifically were calling out her race and calling out her ethnicity in in just a very derogatory way, 
putting her not only her in danger but her family in danger revealing her parents house her like aunt's house uh saying that you know oh she grew up in compton and like this other neighborhood and so many people die there because of gang violence and it was all very racially coded um and she was getting a lot of harassing threats and so was her family and so because of that harry he wrote the letter and his whatever wrote the letter it's easiest made the statement And then it was interesting because the Daily Mail, who, like, were, like, so excited that they were being targeted, I'm sure, they had this woman, Katie Hopkins, who I'd never heard of, but apparently is, like, a pundit or, like, a – do you know anything about her? People – British people were – Katie Hopkins. She's this writer who works for the Daily Mail who was just, like – very she's a personality and newspaper columnist who apparently is just awful and of course she appeared on the apprentice uh in the uk so nightmare kim kardashian she of the large ass now i don't really understand what the attraction is with kim uh she is one large bottom and i don't really think being known as one large bottom is that great i'd rather be known as the biggest bitch in britain frankly and she uh wrote the daily mail headline she wrote that piece that they released that was like fuck you Meghan markle or whatever calm down harry everyone's delighted for you and the shy and retiring instagram addicted megan so why don't you count your blessings and be happy too Mm. which is like and then basically wrote this whole thing like kind of condemning them and kind of you know poking fun of the celebrity thing even though his lists of concerns were like pretty genuine and pretty uh not that crazy to make like don't you know so i just thought that was really interesting and also like very in the midst of our recent election the royal stuff is so surreal to read about just because that layer is so foreign yeah and that that they're involved at an official level is pretty wild right this i mean in the fact that he released this statement Mm -hmm. must mean that they're very serious you know um otherwise it could just either end or not be a big deal or people but i also think that the reason people care so much is because they were pretty certain that it was a big deal you know like yeah um yeah uh, but I uh, just to keep going on um, one of the caller's questions about Megan being biracial. I, we'll, we'll link to this on Twitter today since it's Thursday uh, and not Wednesday when we're recording it. Um, it's the second day of the apocalypse. So I'm just going to read oh one of her, her lines. I've seen this quoted in a lot of stories, but I thought I would just quote it as well before I we move on. Being ethically ambiguous, I was as I was pegged in the industry, meant I could audition for virtually any role, morphing from Latina when I was dressed in red to African-American when in mustard yellow, my closet filled with fashionable frocks to make me look as racially varied as an 80s Benetton poster. Sadly, it didn't matter. I wasn't black enough for the black roles, and I wasn't white enough for the white ones, leaving me somewhere in the middle as an ethnic chameleon who couldn't book a job. This is precisely why Suits stole my heart. It's the Goldilocks of my acting career where I finally felt just right. Blah, 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 blah. She goes on there. I mean, but I mean, I, I just think it puts... It puts Puts our dragging of suits uh, in a different context. Sorry, and there it I is. I still don't watch. I still won't watch. Still suits, not watching. But I support suits. Still not watching <laughs> suits, and I'm glad. But I'm glad Meghan Markle got the job. Hey, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said about the racial politics of America, the racial politics of the world, the racial politics of the of the United States. This is an American biracial woman who is dating um, somebody in the most important white lineage of the of the UK. Like, of, pe- of course, people are mm-hmm. mad. She could be freaking uh, Mother Teresa, you know, like people are going to be mad. And it's interesting to me that Harry is taking a stand and it's actually kind of great because like, you know, shut down the haters. It's a nice little um, teeny tiny antidote 
coming from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and suits of all places. The reports are that Prince Harry is getting really close to getting engaged with this girl named Meghan Markle. And there's Meghan. Oh yes, she's half black and half white. She's from Crenshaw. Oh, okay. I don't know whether she graduated from Crenshaw High, but uh, she's got a really good job on TV on a show that I've, I've nev I have never watched, but they uh, tape it in Toronto. So she's up there doing her show and the prince is up there doing something philanthropic and they meet, but she's got a boyfriend at the time. The boyfriend is a cook. Well, honey. <laughs> Bye, cook. Which is crazy. Like, did you ever think that Suits and Prince Harry would be the ones providing you with like a little um, bit of a light reprieve. in the darkness? Yeah, um, yeah. absolutely not. Um, and speaking of absolutely not, let's talk about Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe, our girl Chloe Grace Moretz, once again, a total social media nightmare. So Chloe Grace Moretz, you know that she's no longer with former flame Brooklyn Beckham. Well, on November 3rd at 2.40 p.m. Pacific time, Brooklyn Beckham, Chloe Grace Moretz, our favorite People's Choice Awards movie actress from an action movie, posted a vid that was a black and white bit of him just looking moody, blinking a lot. Then on November 5th at 12.45 p.m. Pacific time, Chloe Grace Moretz posts, quote, an identical, according to CapitalFM.com, video on her Instagram that's black and white of her looking moody. But at the end, she shakes her head slightly, which indicates she disapproves of former fame Brooklyn Beckham's black and white video of him looking moody, blinking, and slightly shaking his head. And this, Capital FM says, Something weird is going on between Brooklyn and Chloe on Instagram, and we think it's shady AF. But you know what's truly shady AF? The world not nominating Chloe Grace Moretz for People's Choice Awards' favorite action movie actress. That's shady AF. Thank you so much Thank you. to um, this caller, we can, our Chloe Grace Moretz correspondent. Our Chloe Grace Moretz correspondent, Stephen Elliott. Hashtag Steven on Twitter. Honestly, we could probably we I could probably it. only pay you in like I don't know, like socks and like what Shark Tank have? goods. Like we could send you some pipcorn. Uh, but we would love it if you called in, you know, once a month to provide us with the Chloe Grace us. Moretz update because as hard as we could try, we could never do it as effectively and as uh, astoundingly. Um, entertainingly as you so um, I love thank you this. so much thank you so much yeah that like truly made me giggle on like such a tragic day so really thank really you, funny um, dare um, I say essential I'm also really bummed that Chloe wasn't nominated like democracy has failed us on every level I'm personally not too beat up about it <laughs> so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fine with Chloe Grace Moretz not being nominated. Oh, God. She really, yeah, she really didn't do it for us on every <laughs> level that she attempted this time. Both of her oh, campaigns failed. Oh, my God. She's <laughs> not funny. Christ. Okay, next okay. call. And the People's Choice for Favorite Dramatic Movie Actress is... 
Chloe Grace Moritz. This is Chloe Grace Moretz's second People's Choice Award. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is such an honor. You know, obviously, first of all, I would love to thank my fans for voting for this because this is such a big deal. Hey, Who Weekly, I'm calling you from the shower because I'm listening in the shower and I just heard Lindsay list all the shows that she does not watch and that didn't include Rizzoli and Isles, which means I can only conclude that Lindsay Weber is a huge fan of Rizzoli and Isles, which leads me to ask, who is Rizzoli and who is Isles? Please tell me they're both who's good form Bella Thorne. Bye. Um, first Are you going to get it right? Must... Have you looked it up? <laughs> the thing is, like, I definitely do not watch Rizzoli and Isles. Um, it huh? is huh? not a show that's on television anymore, and I did not watch any of its 105 <laughs> episodes on seven, seven seasons. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember who starred in Rosalie and Isles, Bob? Can you name the I woman? know the names. I don't know which one's which. I know it's Angie well, Harmon and um, wasn't it like Tyne Daly? No. Who was Tyne? Sasha Alexander. Who is Sasha that? Alexander. I don't know. Wait, why did I think it was Tyne Daly? What's the Tyne Daly show? Touched by an Angel? I don't fucking no. know. Well, what were you going to say? No, I'm going to say is that I didn't watch Rizzoli and Isles, but I did watch at least five episodes of Franklin and Bash, which I often got them God. confused. That was a show with um, Zach Morris and um, the guy from every 90s movie, Brecken Myers. Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tyne Daly was in Cagney and Lacey, which is, I guess, the similar, like... What are you, like 80? They... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um... <laughs> I wish. Um, so, uh, wait, what were you saying? Oh, my God. I just completely blanked. You were saying something about just, Franklin and Bash and Breck and Meyer. I was just saying that I watched Franklin and Bash, did not watch Rizzoli and Isles, but I only watched like five episodes of Franklin and Bash. So, like, let's not pretend like I'm a Franklin and Bash fan. I will say... If you even know the amount of shows that I don't watch, you would be embarrassed for me because the number is very small. You're right. I watch a lot of shows. So a lot of shows. Before we move on, speaking of Rizzoli and Isles, I don't think we'll ever have to say that again. The I was on the IMDb after you said that because I was like, who else is in this show? And I saw the and also what is the show about? Because I've never looked into it. And this is one, two, three, four, five, six. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 words. This is the funniest 17 word summary of a series I've ever seen in my life. Let me read it okay. and then I'll play the other call. Detective Jane okay. Rizzoli and Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Maura Isles team up to solve crimes in Boston. <laughs> yeah, duh. that's all it is. It's in Boston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 105 episodes, okay. seven seasons, okay. baby. Here we go. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Sarah. Okay, so I just saw this really heinous picture of Kaylee Cuoco and I guess her co-star from Big Bang Theory wearing that, like, awful, like, BDSM bondage outfit for Halloween, I guess. Anyway, so I fell down the Kaylee Cuoco hole and I found out that she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, I... I don't know why, but I mean, I guess she has done quite a bit. But anyway, my question is, 
if you have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, does that still make you a who, or are you then elevated to them status? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just that was a little bit confusing to me. Also, are there any who's that you think should have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Anyway, love the podcast. Love you guys. Good porn, Bella Thorne. Bye. Take it. Take it home. Take it home and throw it in the garbage Mainly can. Mainly because I, I, I think this is, it's a, it's a, it's a really great topic that our caller brought up, um, and it made me think something that I never considered before. So, uh, as some of my coworkers might know, I've ranted about this at work before because I hate stories about celebrities getting stars on the Walk of Fame because the Walk of Fame is a racket. You know who doesn't have a Walk of Fame on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Julia Roberts. Denzel Washington. The reason they don't is because they don't want to pay the money. They don't give a shit. Hollywood Walk of Fame stars cost $30,000 and you have to pay it yourself. Anyone can get one if they get, if they apply for it and they get like a nomination and you pay $30,000. It's So you know what that means? I'm starting to go fund me for your Hollywood star. <laughs> Let's let's raise the I mean, money I'd to rather, get Bobby. I'd rather raise the money for Bella Thorne or like Zendaya. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, but basically, the short answer to your question is no. She's, it doesn't make her a them. It makes her a who because anyone can have one of these things. And Kaylee Guoco has a lot of money. So, of course. And the, and the money is for the installation and also the upkeep because I guess they like, you know, keep well, them clean and restore them. I don't know. I mean, have you been to the places where there are Hollywood stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? It's full of um, garbage and feces. So like human feces, not like dog feces. So uh, they do need the money to keep them clean because it's literally like the most disgusting place. Also, have you seen some of the people who have stars? Like it does not make you with them. It is like a very hooey list of um, has-beens and it's, who were they and weird names and it's a, you know producers it's a really interesting i mean it's a it's it's a total publicity stunt that is done by the person because you you get coverage because it has that cachet like oh you have a star on the hollywood walk of fame but really it doesn't <laughs> mean anything it just like i bet i bet yeah. kaylee cuoco had a ton of cameras at her hollywood walk of fame ceremony um and I and and you have to get it past a committee, so that I guess there is a barrier for people you don't know. Who's on the committee? Like, like the corpse of Dick Clark and like <laughs> the corpse <laughs> of Dick. The corpse like, of I mean? Dick Clark. Well, don't you think of it like as like a very very old Hollywood? It's like Frank Sinatra's wax figure and you know yeah, uh, Harvey Weinstein and who else? So they would know? have to be name recognition. So you would have to you would have to play your own form of I don't know her in this. In this instance like does the ghost of, of dick clark know who kaylee cuoco is and in this instance yes so, yes, he does he's a huge big bang um, theory fan he has them all dvr i'm i'm all over the place did we answer her question we did right no you did but i want to say the, the oh the photo you saw oh. of the photo you saw of kaylee cuoco and johnny galecki and bdsm is really funny because it's from an episode where i guess one of the characters has a dream sequence oh, about getting like whipped by i don't even care but the funny thing is that it was banned in the uk did you know that the photo <laughs> i mean the episode no, the scene the oh scene just the scene was banned in the uk it was too racy wow i know um well i'm on the instagram I mean, to now. be fair 
did you when you saw the photo you you were very offended and almost lost your mind so to be fair very offended i mean it's an offensive photo i'm looking at the comments laura j kennedy says haha um kbcg wife says i about died laughing at the scene it was so unexpected from bbt and so classic cry laughing face oh um, people loved it good and then someone else put the people someone else it. put a poop emoji so I, I guess you know it wasn't entirely <laughs> unanimous i mean america does love their big bang theory <laughs> um america loves a lot of things Next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Kitty. Um, I was wondering if you could rank the Supreme Court justices from themiest to whoiest. So I think it's no question that RGB is the biggest them. Uh, fellow Who Weekly listener Jake and I both agree that Breyer is probably the whoiest, maybe followed by Alito. But everyone in between is kind of a question mark. So I'd love to know what you think. Thanks. Good form, Belle Thorne. Well, here's the thing. This is a sensitive subject, as you know. But I got to say something. I, very ignorantly, didn't know a ton about the Supreme Court and who was on it until this election. And now it's, like, pretty important to know who is on the Supreme Court and who they are and what they think and how old they are, I guess, because that's a huge deal because, like, they might die soon, which is kind of weird that we just have this, like, group of really old people, like, telling us what to do because – God knows, like, really old people shouldn't be allowed. Like, they're barely allowed to drive. Anyways. <laughs> right? I mean, when you think about it, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Okay. So I think, like, by doing this exercise of ranking them from who to them, this is, like, a good way for us together as a podcast to, like, actually know them. So let's start. I mean, I think the themiest is definitely Ginsburg. Yeah, I agree with that. Because she is not only cool but she is a pop culture icon so Mm -hmm. even despite like like even despite us all liking her she's pop culture icon and then i would say speaking of somebody who people don't really like clarence thomas he's next in line for do for infamy right so because of infamy he's next in line not such a great guy then i would argue that sonia sotomayor and elena elena kagan are like at like tied right because they're the other women right notable i mean i've heard I've heard a lot about both of them, but, like, they are kind of the next ones that I know about. Maybe because I'm a woman? I don't know. I mean, I think differ. also it's the young people, too, are like, yeah, slay women. It's like anyone yeah. who's excited for, like, equality is, like, going to know who Sonia is going to stand for Sonia and Elena, you know? And then... <laughs> Stressful. And then I would say the Kennedy, because I think he... He's the longest serving so far. He's the longest serving, and I think that he... Is he an actual Kennedy? I just... Ass- I mean, know? I just assumed. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, my God. He's, he's not, not a Kennedy Kennedy? No, he's not related to any of the Kennedys. Well, what the hell's that he name? Was, you know what's funny? He is actually... He's Ronald Reagan's guy. I remember this um, from listening to the radio. He's Ronald Reagan's appointee, and so he is, like, middle right. Yeah. But he's not a Kennedy. Um, so we take that back. He's not a Kennedy. Um, but I think that he would be next, maybe? Yeah, just because, I mean, the name. I, I knew who he was because of the name. Imagine being Can a Kennedy to... and you're not the Kennedy Kennedy. I mean, also, you know, but it kind of, it's kind of, you get the best of both worlds because you leave, you don't get the curse, you know? You don't get the curse, but <laughs> you get true. the you're name. Not, you're not destined. It's actually funny. He, the only, the reason why he's not a Kennedy is because he's still alive. That's actually a good point. If he was a Kennedy, he'd be long gone. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know? Um, Speaking yeah. of, um, Scalia's not in this anymore, but I feel like he's pretty memmy. His ghost. It still um, his, looms, you know? His, 
his ghost might be the themiest thing, actually, yeah. Right? Um, and to be fair, um, I do remember us talking about him on this podcast, so if we've been over this a little bit, we're maybe repeating ourselves. <laughs> um, let's move on. A lot of ghosts in this episode, Jesus. I know, but we didn't get even get to the end, and you're right. I think that the last two... Um, who are the two that were missing? Briar and Alito. Uh-huh. These two white guys could not give a shit about them. They're definitely who? Like, who the hell are they? They're probably the most dangerous. Let's not lie. Um, I isn't isn't Briar fine? Briar's like a, a Clinton appointee. I don't appointee. Know. Yeah, Brian's a good one. Oh. Brian's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Brian's is. a good one. <sighs> okay, wait, Briar. Briar. His Briar. name is Stephen Briar. Briar my, oh, I'm mixing Stephen with Brian. Oh yeah, we're really showing our. No, like, Briar's a he's a Clinton appointment. Well come on we're we're learning all this together and then um alito is the is the bush appointee and he sucks yeah so, oh yeah alito uh, bad <laughs> so <laughs> now you know via us i mean honestly if you're as ignorant as we are then this is probably helpful for you i guess i mean i i i don't want to go so far as to say that we did we were helpful in that <laughs> segment at all but um but maybe <laughs> i don't know i don't you're just there's nothing to say today Um, next call hi who weekly this is jamie from st louis uh you know i'm sure you've gotten 100 calls about this already but just in case who on earth is darren aronofsky i see he's dating jennifer lawrence like the thing is one has there ever been a them named darren like the only one i can think of is darren no it's not even them darren chris he's an absolute who Darren is just, like, an awful name in general. And, two, like, has Jennifer Aniston dated people before that are them? Like, truly no one comes to mind. But then again, I've had, like, candy for dinner. So my brain probably isn't functioning very well. Um, anyways, I uh, love you guys. Looking forward to the pod. All right, bye. Let's start here. Jennifer Lawrence, um, the last person that she dated was um, Nicholas Holt, who's British and who is a total who. But, like, you might know him from Skins, but he's pretty hooey. And the X-Men. And the X-Men. But, like, he's still pretty hooey. He's pretty hooey. But, like, he has a a very passionate stand-up. That's true. Because he's cute and British and white. Yes. Um, So let's talk about Darren Aronofsky. Bobby, who is Darren Aronofsky? He is a a film director uh, who burst onto the scene in the 90s with um, his movie Pie that, like... um, film school people love that i was like whatever about (laughs) i think it's and then like oh my god it's so boring and then it's so requiem for a dream kind of really put him on the map because he got a lot of oscar buzz for that ellen burston was supposed to win an oscar for it she didn't um everyone loves that everyone loves that then the wrestler but he started he started in in the way that a lot of you know 80s and 90s indie film directors start doing very indie stuff and then move on to commercial stuff darren aronofsky did that with the wrestler and Everyone loved The Wrestler. It was a very, like, uh, had a broad appeal. Like, your parents loved it. You loved it. Um, and it was and it was good. And people thought Mickey Work was going to win the Oscar. People thought Marissa Tomei was going to win oh, the Oscar. Yeah. Um, but his most recent movie was Black Swan. And that's where, um, that's the one that gave Natalie Portman the Oscar. And there, was, there were the rumors that they dated and blah, 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 blah. Um, but he was married to Rachel Weiss for a while, and they have a kid, and he met her on Requiem. Yeah. Right. And are they still together? They're not. 
No. Yeah, they broke up. No. Well, yeah, no. of course, because he's dating Jennifer Lawrence. So, but the thing is that he dates, he famously dates the ingenues that are in his movies as previously done. So he never. This is not surprising. His his romance with Natalie Portman was never confirmed. Also, that was always just a rumor. Um, sure. But now, but he married Weiss. So he married Weiss, you know. and um, he actually produced Jackie, the new Jackie. Kennedy biopic that's coming out soon. Um, mm. So he had this weird. I went. I went to a screening of it, and they were both there, and so it was kind of strange to see them on stage together. But uh, anyway, that was weird. The current. Re- the reason he's in the news now is because he's his new ingenue is Jennifer Lawrence, and he's writing a movie. So whenever you look it up, it's just untitled Darren Aronofsky project. Ugh, no one knows what it is. Right, starring her, starring and now they're her, dating, and so. now they're dating. And so when the photos of them together at that like tiny little restaurant like on St. Mark's came out I was very I didn't want to believe it I was like uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't go to some crowded restaurant on St. Mark's if they were just if they were dating sure they wanted to be seen together but I don't know that doesn't that doesn't mm-hmm. register as romantic to me and then there were the photos of them sharing a lollipop and making out so on the weird. street and walking her dog <laughs> and just like really making out on the street it was just a lot Sharing a lollipop sh- is, is a good one. Sharing the lollipop is gross. And so and honest and the worst thing about the sharing the lollipop photos is there was a uh, there was a particular site, I think it was Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment Weekly, but probably Entertainment Tonight, uh, that was like, see Darren Aronofsky and Jennifer Lawrence share a lollipop in these romantic pics so you click on it you click on it and there's only one pic and it's like but where are the pics you said pics there's only one pic and to Bobby's like I need the hot no but to see the the hot pics to see the hot pics of the lollipop sharing you had to watch a video oh so I had to click the video and watch a like a a keynote slideshow of these disgusting pics of Darren Aronofsky sharing a lollipop. A tiny lollipop, too. Like a lollipop that's meant for one. And they are sharing this lollipop while walking the dog. It's very upsetting. Disgusting. Really disgusting. (laughs) Um, So now that we know Bobby's disgust with the concept of sharing a lollipop with your lover. Because honestly, I could give a shit about who Jennifer Lawrence or Darren Aronofsky is dating. They're both boring. So oh, whatever. So true. But now you know who he is, so that's helpful to yeah, you he's in your journey. Hotshot film director. Hotshot film director. I mean, I'm likely after this uh, untitled Aaron Darren Aronofsky project is over, uh, they will also be over. I think. I suspect. Shh. Like, I don't know if this is a lasting endeavor. I'm I'm done making predictions, to be honest. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Uh, are you kidding me uh, you're gonna be back you're gonna be back to this next week uh, you're gonna you're gonna be right back to predicting next week well for now no so i believe with that we are pretty much done yeah we're done (laughs) this has been a rough episode yep uh if you made it this far thank you so much congrats you know i mean we just need some time just like america But Give us a weekend. we do it for the people. That's why this is your <laughs> Who's There episode. Try to have a good weekend. 
Oh wait, he uh, the caller the caller. Sorry, she asked if there was another if there was a, a themi Darren. I don't think so. No. I tried looking it up, and no. honestly, no, I don't think so. Did you search famous Darren? And the last thing, no, I did the thing where you do Google predict, where I typed in Darren, and then I typed the first the first letter of the entire alphabet to see what the results were, and I didn't recognize any of them, but Aronofsky and Chris. Um, There's a great website called famousbirthdays.com. And so whenever you search like famous person named X, it brings you up like famous people named the name. Mm-hmm. Um, and this recently I searched this for a different name, but of course I'm blanking on the name. But um, Darren Chris is pretty much the only famous aside from sports people. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. There's like no, no other Darren. No other Darren's. Um, and the last thing I want. I mean, there's there's a list, but I don't know who any of these people are. The last thing I wanted to say before we. Um, come to a much needed end is that I was very disappointed that our caller was forgive me because I can't rewind right now Jane or Jeannie Jane from St. Louis and not Louise from St. Louis because that would have been a great little sex in the city throwback remember wait Gen- no Jennifer Hudson is Louise from St. Louis remember in the fucking in movie the movie <laughs> The fuck! Get the fuck out of here with your Sex in the City movie reference. Uh, like I'm L- supposed to remember Louise that. Louise from St. Louis. Who didn't she like rent her own bag? She or did bag borrow or steal, and she secured everything with a very simple password, which was love. Oh, remember? Fuck. I can't. I can't. Now I'm gonna have to play that stupid Sex in the City theme song. No, that play one that she sang. That's the like that's dressed like... up in love. <laughs> I'm in love. Oh my god. I need it. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. You will drain it. Does the ghost of of Dick Clark know who Kaylee Cuoco is? And in this instance, yes. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>